maybe they would finally praise me. As I proudly walked through our old creaky front door, my dad took one look at the bag and asked, What the hell are those? At that moment, I should have noticed the slurring of his words or the wobble in his walk, but I didn't. So I smiled and replied enthusiastically, They're apples. I bought them all by myself. An intense rage shot across his face, and my smile plummeted. Maybe he had misunderstood me. You spent money on some damn fruit? How the fuck could you be such an idiot? We don't need any shitty fruit. He screamed at me while ripping the bag from my shaking hands. Every once in a while, I think back on that day, and every time, it plays like a slow-motion horror movie in my head. I remember watching the bag come toward my face and thinking, when the first apple hit, that it wasn't any worse than his fist felt. Then the force of four more apples followed behind, pounding against my flesh. And it was worse. Much, much worse. Whack. 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 I also remember that I didn't scream or make a sound. I had learned early on that screaming only made the punishment last longer, and he was going to do this regardless of my distress. I slumped down into my protective position on the floor and tucked in my legs, while trying as best I could to cover my face. When the fruit wasn't doing anything besides becoming a sop and wet mess against my body, he then switched over to his fists. I recall him screaming about wasting money and throwing in a few other unpleasant terms he had created for me. I lay on the ground and waited for the punishment to end, while fist after fist and a couple of feet continued their assault. I knew he wouldn't stop until he'd worn himself out. Wham! My face. Wham! Broken rib. Wham! my stomach. Mercifully, once the pain reached an all-time high, the blackness engulfed me. The blackness was safe. Sometimes I wished I could just stay there. When I finally came to, Mrs. Thomas, the next-door neighbor, was hovering over me, trying to get the swelling down by placing bags of frozen vegetables across various parts of my body. I didn't even want to know the extent of my injuries. The bruises took months to heal. I wasn't allowed outside of the trailer, and my mom disenrolled me from school, informing them that I would be homeschooled. Yeah, right. Unless watching her down an entire 40 constituted homeschooling, I wasn't learning much. Mrs. Thomas helped me heal every day, but she didn't want the authorities coming around any more than my parents did so she never called for help. She had her own secrets to hide, only one of them being her drug-abusing husband. I never ate an apple again. Shortly after my 17th birthday, I was hired to work in the kitchen of an Italian restaurant on the nicer side of town. For me, working in a restaurant was a dream. The hours were long and required me to stay late into the night. Perfect. The less time I had to spend at home, the better. Another bonus was that Chef Moretti, or Nico as he let me call him, favored me above the other employees. 
I think it's probably because I worked the hardest, never wanting to go home. Some nights, when the restaurant was slow, he taught me how to cook a few of the dishes we served. I was constantly fantasizing about one day living on my own and being able to prepare authentic meals for myself at home. Food from plastic bags or cardboard boxes wouldn't be allowed. I was excited at the idea of being able to bring home fresh fruits and vegetables. Except apples. Never apples. Nico didn't know how abusive my parents actually were, but I think he understood to an extent why I had to hide from them. When I started working there, I asked him if it would be possible to keep half of my earnings saved on the side, my reason being that my dad required me to bring home a pay stub so that he would always know how much I made and how much he could take from me. I was allowed to buy groceries.